and apologize to the listeners because there's likely to be some extra noise in this one because I'm multitasking like a motherfucker. Gonna crack on because, you know, you got things to do. So I'm a sucker for adversity. I mean, I'm a sucker for many things, you know. I'm a sucker for a great cup of coffee. I'm a sucker for a tease. That's a whole other podcast. I'm not not going to go into that right now. Um, but generally, I'm a sucker for adversity. If there is a harder way of doing things and I'm involved, I, if I can see an easy way for someone else to do something, I will suggest that easier way. But if I'm involved, doing it the harder way just seems like the most logical way. I don't know why. Maybe it's I'm punishing myself. I'm a little, little, bit, a little bit masochistic in that sense, maybe. But, yeah... You gotta, you gotta damage yourself a little bit to feel like you actually achieve something. But this brings me to my point. I'm a sucker for adversity. I'm drawn to adversity. I'm drawn to people who can take a lot of weight on their shoulders and and still carry on through that um, through that situation. It's like the people who can carry the world without flinching. It's it's it just I don't know why. Something in my brain just says, yeah, those are the right kind of people. I'm not a fan of people who who will do nothing but uh, not complain, but wax lyrical about the problems in their lives. I understand why people do it, and I get that there is a place and a time for it, but um, yeah, generally I get along well with people who can just get their heads down and carry on to use a... Uh, a jaded, archaic phrase of keep calm and carry on. Yeah. So I kind of, when I come into things which are, which are going to challenge me, I'm, I'm always a little bit excited. I'm always a little bit excited to be challenged, to, to be pushed to a brink. And I, I, it's something, even if I know I'm pushing myself to a brink, I will push further just to see how far I can go, essentially. Which isn't the healthiest thing at times. It's that kind of thing of, if you feel like you're falling, you want the impact. You want you want something to say, yes, I fell. Not to show off to anyone, or to, you know, to put yourself above people, but to remind yourself. you got to have that, oh, I've, I've got to have that. i got to have that scar, that, that impact mark to remind myself that I fell, and I got back up, and I was fine, and we can do it again, and we could fall harder next time, and we can, we can really push ourselves, and, and yeah. I mean, obviously the long-term effects of that can be devastating and there's a lot of mental health issues and that, again, is another subject for another another podcast, which I may cover soon because um, with the whole Chester Bennington thing, uh, men's health has been on the, the, the forefront of my mind um, recently because it, it affects me heavily. But back to the point. The way I kind of describe this um, whole situation of trying to push yourself and being being in tune with adversity is that you got to lay down in the mud. I don't like people who won't lay down in the mud. I can get along with them, but they're not people who I generally keep in my life. Close, anyway. 
And it's, I think it's, I don't know, maybe it's something which goes back to as simply as when I was younger and I was speaking to my, my dad, there was a general attitude of you've got to get your hands dirty if you want to get something done. And things are more rewarding when you get your hands dirty. You know, you've got to, you've got to put in some sweat. You've got to put in some toil. You've got to, if you've got a problem with your, your bike, your car, you've got to get oil on your hands. Because that's that's how we do things. That's how you succeed. That's how you learn and grow as a person is by participating and getting a little dirty. So it's it's when I meet people who can't do that, who really shield themselves from the world. It's I find it incredibly interesting, but kind of worrying at the same time because it 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 demonstrates a fragility, which I'm not comfortable with myself. I have to I have to know that I can be damaged and recover. And so I damage myself. It's a very self-destructive pattern. But laying down in the mud, back to the point of hand, as we do. You know, we're always rolling back with that phrase. So you got to lay down in the mud. The best metaphor I could come up with for this was imagining if you have an army and you are queen or king of said army. And the way to understand yourself would be to imagine whilst it is going to be a spectacular view watching your army go and do battle. I'm thinking medieval army by the way. I'm not thinking modern army. I'm thinking fantasy, you know, cloaks, beards, tunics, corsets, spears, riding horseback. Oh, what's the name of that? Uh I can't think of the name of uh oh, that's really going to bug me. Either way, yes, that that kind of thing, like like pre pre Roman Empire, uh, or maybe even post, pre, pre, like during Roman Empire. Oh, we're not in the Roman Empire. That's a whole again whole. I'm just gonna end up with this stack of podcast interesting topics, which aren't really interesting. They're just me losing train of thought during other podcasts. It's kind of like a chain reaction, where we just gradually phase from cast to cast. But back to the point. So we're in this medieval. A fantasy situation where you have control of an army and you are the uh, you know god goddess deity whatever you want to be king leader queen archetypal fuhrer what whatever you need to be to be where you are um and you have control of this army and whilst it's going to be spectacular to watch it from the hillside and see the pain and suffering and victory and loss and it's going to be an absolute opera of humanity in front of you the question is whether you'd be the kind of person who would stand on the hillside or whether you'd be the kind of person who would want to be in the battle the kind of person who's willing to get kicked down and lay in the mud and know that they may die but if they live the victory is all the more sweet. And I know that's a very simplified way of viewing things. But I'm a strong believer that if you have complete happiness in your life and contentment, it breeds complacency. It breeds nothing but doing the same thing and not getting out of yourself and not and not exploring further than you would. Because why would you, if you're happy and content, why would you... Why would you even bother? I came up with a script idea once 
which was essentially, I think I wrote it. No, it was when I, I participated in NaNoWriMo. If you don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it's essentially where you write a novel in a month. You have a word count you have to reach at the end of the month, and you, you type and type and type. So I, I wrote this book, which was terrible, awful, threw it away. Didn't throw it away, but never looked at it again. Never even proofread it, because that's not the point of NaNoWriMo. The point is just to crank out a book and see if you can. It's kind of like a self-challenge. This is another, another example of me trying to challenge myself. But wrote this book and it was essentially that society had become perfect through multiple means political and social and uh, economic society had become perfect and everyone lived their lives and was happy and yet there were people in society who weren't happy they didn't want for anything they didn't want for food they didn't want for, for shelter for warmth companionship everything was catered for the world had completely catered to them and if they needed to change something they could there was no there was no justification of anyone to say no so they just let everyone do anything and whilst that is what everyone apparently wants because that's the dream do whatever you want be free people weren't happy it's because there's no challenge to it and Humans need challenge. Whilst we, we evolved and became a sophisticated race, which we are, there's something inside of us which really craves challenge. It's that whole idea of you could live in a society which is perfect and some part of you would really want to question authority. Others don't. I mean, I, I, it may be just me. It may just be me who sits there and goes, you know what, I really need to question authority. Even if I agree with the authority, I need to question it. I need something which just pokes it a little bit. To say, yes, we're still alive. We're still participating. This isn't just laying down anymore. This is just, this is us kind of tweaking in there. It's the worst habit to have for anything. To try and to just have to ruin something perfect. I do it in my drawings all the time. It's something which I've brought into practically every aspect of my life. Is that if I have something which is perfect, I need it to be non-perfect. Because I don't believe in a perfect. When I draw hands and uh, teeth, a couple of people have mentioned to me that I always seem to draw them crooked. And I always seem to draw nails broken, uh, missing teeth. And it's because I need that. I need that imperfection because imperfection adds character and character adds story and story adds concept and meaning and then makes things worthwhile. If everything's perfect, then what is the point? It's maybe why I take so little care of my own appearance because I'm trying to add character. I'm trying to add meaning to myself. I don't know. But you need to lay down in the mud. It's an important part of being alive to embrace everything which can be bad as well as everything which isn't, can be good. It's opening yourself up to allow yourself to be hurt, in a way. Which sounds like madness. It may be madness. Maybe I'm mad. I mean, answers on a postcard are in the comments, but maybe it's, 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 it's less... <laughs> I'm just deconstructing myself now, aren't I? I'm sitting here and thinking, oh, maybe, you know, maybe uh, maybe there is something wrong with me. But I don't think there is. 
I'm thoroughly convinced that you need adversity in life. You need challenge, you need to lay down in the mud to know that you're living. I often get a disconnect from everything. Um, there's a great book called Nausea um, by Jean-Paul Sartre. And it describes uh, essentially how a character is losing touch with reality. And it's, it's Sartre, so he's massively existentialist. Um, and it, it heavily focuses on those themes and it's this, this whole idea of trying to define yourself of essence over existence, of trying to find that essence, and when you don't have that essence, that you're merely existing. And when this character begins to merely exist, then he starts to lose connection with things and needs to be brought back. And I love this book, because up to re before reading it, I'd been feeling a lot like that. And it happens every so often now, where I will, usually when I'm laid in bed, and I'll just start to feel disconnected from everything. Not isolated, just disconnected, as though I'm I'm no longer participating in the world, and I'm more just observing the world. So I end up touching the wall or my bedposts, just to try and bring that feeling back, to try and to try and recognise it. And it's it's. I think I've had it explained to me in in kind of a, an interesting way of it, like it's close to self harm. Uh, it's it's close to leading into that kind of thing where you need to hurt yourself to feel something. And which is obviously terrifying, and I've I've not been down that line um, in quite a long time. So it's it's something which I'm not familiar with in my everyday life. But that feeling of disconnection is is there. It's present. So you need to remind yourself that you're living in ways. It's why I drive myself so hard. Most people, when they meet me, know that I I do a lot. I do a lot of, of creative stuff. I do a lot of stuff outside of that. And I never really stop. And it's, it can be exhausting. But the benefits of it, in the end, are great. Because each time, I kind of know I can do more. And I imagine there'll be a time when I do it too much. Where I absolutely just wreck and burn out. But to use an age-old phrase, I'd rather burn out than fade away. And I always think I can do more. Regardless of what I can do. I could achieve the world and I'd still feel like I achieved nothing. And that's an exaggeration of laying down in the mud. I may have a point to make, I can't quite remember. I guess my point is this. I, I meet a lot of people who get so upset when things are wrong. Or when things aren't perfect. Because it has a heavy psychological effect. And they feel so defeated... And as though that life should be completely easy. And that it should be something which they, they should succeed at. And most people will. But you'd never see the adversity. And it's the adversity they've had behind the scenes which has allowed them to succeed. 
And it's just a difference in personality of recognizing that setbacks aren't aren't setbacks all the time. Setbacks are just something which reminds you you're alive. If you breezed through everything and got to the end, you'd be faced with a massive void. And that's why you get people who are ostentatiously... Oh, what's the word? They are ridiculously rich and wealthy. And everything came easy. And they were given everything. And they get to the end of it and they, they break. They break down because there's no adversity to it. Because there was no challenge. And life's just empty. So if you're struggling and you're, you're, you're currently in the mud, I know it's hard. And I know it sucks. And there's nothing anyone can really say to break that. Because I've been in those situations. And you don't want someone to break it, in a way. You want someone to help and that's that's great. Reach out for help. Reach out for people who are around you. But remember that adversity isn't... One, isn't your fault. And two, isn't something which kind of... You can be without. You've got to lay down in the mud. you got to get drunk and wake up in the gutter. And know that that's not the worst you got to put your hands in the dirt, pull out the oil, and fix your, your life and your bike. you got to be on the field in the army. Because it's more inspiring for the people around you. And you'll feel so much better when you get to the end of it. Because if you just stood on the field and watched people die, you should feel guilty if you're just watching. I hope this helps. I'll talk to you guys later.